Welcome to Environmentality, a podcast for current environmental news, lectures, and interviews with the experts. I'm your host, Brendan Anthony. Let's dive on in. And now, here's your brief update on what's been happening to the planet from around the world. Welcome back, everybody, to another weekly episode of Relevant, Up-to-Date Environmental News. Today, I have a lot of fun and encouraging and good news stories to share with you about a few pipelines and some wild buffalo being reintroduced to the United Kingdom. Let's talk about the pipelines first. Two pipelines were shut down last week after court rulings came down from the Supreme Court and the U.S. District Court in Washington, D.C., The first was the Dakota Access Pipeline, which had been running over the past three years from North Dakota to Illinois. The U.S. District Court has ordered the Dakota Access Pipeline to be shut down and emptied of oil by August 5th. The initial environmental impact report was deemed insufficient, and the pipeline should remain closed until further investigations can take place. The Keystone XL Pipeline found a similar fate last week when the Supreme Court stalled the project for the second time. The first stall came as a result of improper international border crossing permits that were issued from the environmental impact report. The pipeline is set to come from Canada through Montana and end up in Nebraska. Last week's stall is coming as a result of the environmental impact report's insufficient job of reporting on endangered species in the area. Both pipelines will require a new and updated and more thorough environmental impact report before their construction or transporting of oil can resume. After the court rulings on these two pipelines, the 600-mile natural gas Atlantic Coast Pipeline has decided to opt out of any further development. The project has already cost up to $8 billion, and the ownership has decided that this just isn't the political climate for new oil and gas infrastructure in the United States. Last week was a big week for environmental activists with the suspension and abandonment of these three pipelines. The reason why is because these pipelines pose many environmental threats, one of which is the potential leaking that can occur into aquifers and waterways. The Keystone XL pipeline was set to transect over the Ogallala Aquifer in Nebraska, an aquifer that contains drinking water for millions and 30% of the nation's irrigation water. Any potential leak could cause contamination for many, many people and come as a devastation to the agricultural industry. An additional issue with the Keystone XL pipeline is that it was set to transport tar sands-based oil. Oil can come from many different sources. Tar sands is especially potent and toxic to the environment, as it has been estimated to generate 17% more greenhouse gas emissions than other oil bases. The pipeline was set to transport up to a million barrels of oil a day, equivalent to 37 million new cars on the road annually. The other good news story I'd like to share with you this week is that wild bison will be returning for the first time in 6,000 years to the United Kingdom. In an attempt to rehabilitate one of the most deprived regions in the world in regards to biodiversity, conservation biologists will be releasing four wild bison back to the UK. The four bison will include three females and one male. Although the native inhabitant of the UK is the steppe bison, which went extinct 6,000 years ago due to hunting and habitat loss, the closest related species that's still living is the European bison. These will be the bison that will be reintroduced in spring of 2022. The bison are being reintroduced in an attempt to increase the biodiversity of the woodland ecosystem. The bison is seen as a keystone species, 
In other words, the species that holds the whole ecosystem together. As the bison graze, they then leave a lot of dead plant material, which allows more insects to come and decompose that material, which then draws in more birds to feed on the insects. As the bison also shed their fur in the summer, they rub up and down against trees, causing them to fall over. As a result, this allows more light to penetrate into the forest floor, allowing new native plants and trees to grow, which then provide habitat for native bird species such as nightingales and turtle doves. The reintroduction of keystone species has shown tremendous success, as we've seen documented here with the reintroduction of wolves into the Yellowstone National Park. To learn more about the conservation biologist's efforts on reintroducing the bison or updates on the pipelines, feel free to check the links in the show notes. Until then, I'll see you here next week with more news about the environment. Thanks all. Take care.